Yo, man, you are listening to the D.O. and Fuck Bo Dude podcast. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing this shit solo. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't got no motherfucking problems. I can do a motherfucking podcast by my goddamn self. Tired with on the next motherfucker. Give me the 100, y'all. So any motherfucking family members of Bo Duke who listen to this, no disrespect. But hey, it's all good. But I'm going to jump into the topic of the day. The topic of the day is, man... I'm tripping off what LeVon <clears throat> tweeted this morning, man. <clears throat> he was upset. You know, well, he really wasn't upset. You know what I'm saying? I felt, his, felt how he feel. You know, he's saying, uh, if he ain't already there, well, he should be there in Orlando. You know what I'm saying? He left this morning. He left his family at home. You know what I'm saying? Due to the coronavirus, with this, you know, he got to go to Orlando and be in a bubble thing, you know what I'm saying, for 14 days. They all got to be quarantined. Quarantined for 14 days. They're going to get checked out before they go into the bubble. Now, LeVon have a, a real, not a beast, but a real thing that he said. He left his family at home. He didn't bring them with him to Orlando. And I really understand that. Because first of all, you know what I'm saying, why would you bring your family, which a lot of NBA players have done, down to Orlando to be quarantined for 14 days. That's hard on kids. Even though he took his kids in the house. So I love the idea just to leave them there and to go to Orlando by himself. But here's the thing. He reads to his daughter every night, you know what I'm saying? He still can do that, you know what I'm saying, with the video chat thing. But it's a different thing when you're doing it in person, you know what I'm saying? It's what different. And then your kid, he used to, you know, by him being out, taking it, you know, doing things with his kids and stuff. He's not sending his kids to school. They've been homeschooled, which is smart, you know what I'm saying? I advise all of y'all to... Check out what I'm finna say. I've been talking about this for the past two weeks. Now they just announced on our TV, on our news, that we are the parents and we have a choice to send our kids to school or let them stay at home, let them be homeschooled. They have all the tools for it. I'm with that. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of NBA players are not going to play NBA basketball for the rest of the season because a lot of them just don't feel safe. And I can't knock them for that. Shit, I don't feel safe. I hang around and I go around people every day, but living at home with a person who's 70 years old, I, I, I be very careful. You know what I'm saying? So when I come in at night, you know what I'm saying? I do not go and see my mom until the next day. I get up and I sanitize the house. I wipe everything down. I clean myself up. I put my mask on. Then I go in her room and I see her. You know what I mean? And that's just keeping not just her safe, but me safe. Now, as far as me, the people I've been hanging around for ever since this started, I ain't changed. You know what I'm saying? But one thing I like about the people I hang around, they keep themselves sanitized, 
and we'll try to do the substance distance much if we can. And if they don't do it, I'll just try to get up and move back away from them or move to the side of them. But getting back to what LeBron did, I thought it was great for him and I thought he was, you know, being courageous. And I understand where he's coming from because not having his family go with him in Orlando, you know, hey, that's a major thing out there to hug your wife, your, your sons, your daughters. You know, you still can talk to them, videotaping, using the phone, and all that, conference calls and all that. I understand all that. But I love what he said, and, and I commend him on it. And it's very small. I think a lot of NBA players should take a note out of the line page and, you know, leave your family at home. You know what I'm saying? And then just another thing, a lot of y'all don't know that they're not talking about once the season over with, you no, know, because they're gonna be in Orlando for about three months. You know what I'm saying? Continuing the rest of the season. But I know what they're gonna do because it's a lead policy. They're gonna leave Orlando and then he's gonna be able to go home, but he still won't go straight home. He was going to go somewhere and quarantine for 14 days. He had two or three houses in Los Angeles, you know. And he was going to stay there for 14 days. His kids still won't be able to see him. He's still going to be tested for the coronavirus. I think that's smart. Because the reason I said that, I wouldn't want to take my family with me knowing it's we're in a pandemic, you know. Hey, I could deal with something happening to me. But I'd be really messed up if something happened to my family because of me. So I love that idea, and I think every player in the NFL, NBA, baseball, and all sports should take a page out of LeBron's page and do what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Because I understand where he was coming from. You know, he's not, you know, he, he's jeopardizing himself for a sport that, he's, that he loves. You know what I'm saying? He made millions and millions and millions of dollars. But it don't mean nothing without your family. But I'm going to move on from that and jump over to something else that's been tricking me out for the past hmm, two or three days. Now, I was one of the first ones to get, you know, because I, I, I deal with the NFL and Major League Baseball and I. I get uh, text messages and all that, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm a fan. But the thing that's been tricking me out is, more than anything, everybody running around talking about Zeke and all this crap that's been on ESPN and Fox Sports and then, and, you know, the get up in the morning thing and the... Uh, 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 Stephen A. Smith first take and understood with Skip and, and, and Shannon Shaw. Much love to Shay Shaw, you know what I'm saying? Broncos for life, you did. But anyway, it was talking about the production, you know what I'm saying, with Zeke. And I'm going to tell y'all something. This real talk. First couple of years, he was the best running back in the league. The third day, he mm, kind of suspect. You know what I'm saying? Then I gave him, what, 90-something million? You know what I'm saying? And then, 
I'm gonna be over there for you. Last year, he got over a thousand yards. But if y'all cowboy fans, you ain't just gotta be a cowboy fan. You just gotta be a fan of football. But shit, what 85% of the country are cowboy fans. That's a lot of fans. A lot of games last year, I noticed. You know what I'm saying? That they took Zeke out of games. You know why? Because they fell behind. People got immune to him running the ball, and they start to run. And then, they were throwing the ball to Amari Cooper, and Cooper comes to get him the praise, and, and he was on the list today of the, uh, uh, the top 10 best wide receiver. No disrespect. Excuse my line, that motherfucker is not in the top 10, not in the dog's top 10. Because how in the fuck you did all them passes, but you only had eight touchdowns last year? You had over 1,000 yards, but in two games, this motherfucker dropped 18 passes. Check it out, do stats. In two games, in two games, and then, you know. Y'all know what happened to that season. We ain't got to get into it. But then back to Zeke. I was pissed off at Jerry Jones because Zeke had another couple more years on his contract. And then you turn around and pay him 90-some million dollars. But you sitting out right now fucking over that. Now, all over Facebook, because I posted on my Facebook page. I can go to, go to my Facebook page look. Facebook friend of mine, you'll see. The man said he wanted, I, I thought it was outrageous. He said he wanted 19 years for a billion dollars. That's what he said. 19 years for a billion dollars. That's unheard of in the NFL. That's, that, that's unheard of in any sports. You're telling me. But I understand. Because first of all, if that come back this year and have a great season and get them to the playoffs, they ain't got to win no Super Bowl. They ain't got to win a Super Bowl. All he got to do is get them to the playoffs and win one. One playoff game. I think he'll get that billion dollars. And let me tell you why. First of all, he's young. He's very young. You see what I'm saying? Second of all, it's hard to find a quarterback like that. I'm not a Cowboy fan, but it's hard to find a quarterback like that. When Mr. Dane and his quarterback rating is high, you know what I'm saying? He didn't have many. He was the lowest rated interception quarterback in the league for the past three years. So you have to give him praise for that. You have to look at the statistics, the stats. You know what I'm saying? When Zeke was on suspension, that stepped it up. Amari Cooper didn't. They sat on ESPN, did up this morning, and they are crazy Amari Cooper. Fuck them niggas on ESPN. They're a bunch of bitches. Because in two games against the team in your division, he dropped passes. He got mad at, 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 at that, at some of the passes that he threw. He got mad at that because he went throwing the pass. Why in the hell when I throw you a pass when you are the number one receiver on our team. And I'm not knocking all the other guys on the Cowboys team. I'm not knocking all the other receivers. But 
Why would I throw you a ball when you were going for the covers? That's stupid. I don't give a damn about your hype. You scream, throw it up in the air. Your ass is not Randy Moss. You feeling me? You is not him. You ain't nowhere in his category. But on ESPN, they give you plays. You know what I'm saying? So, give that his money. Tell Ezekiel to get off his ass and be a true running back. And get up there on the offensive, uh, offensive line ass and tell them to open up them fucking holes like I was doing them past two years when I first got here. They ain't doing that shit now. But fuck that. We moving on. I want to get on my man Tom Brady. A lot of people running around the motherfucker that is disrespecting Tom Brady because he's 42, 43 years old. You know what I'm saying? Man, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? You got one of the greatest, if not the greatest, and I say to you, he is the greatest quarterback of all time. And they don't go on no motherfucking wins, y'all. It go on rings. He got six. Can't no motherfucker in the world name one quarterback that got six rings on their finger. Can't nobody do it. Can't nobody even say nothing. This man got six rings. I don't give a fuck about the team. And all that. You know what I'm saying? It's like they say, he got caught, he did his time. And the motherfucker still came back and won the Super Bowl. You feel me? You know? But now he's with Tampa Bay. Everybody then coach Belichick a better chance of winning the Super Bowl than Brady. Hmm. How can I answer that? Um, I did so fucking agree. Because first of all, Cam is not going to come in and take the New England Patriots for a motherfucking Super Bowl when their defense is lacking like they did last year. Their defense started out strong last year. But at the end, when they came down to crunch time, they sold it. They got beat the fuck up. I mean, they and the offensive line fell down too. Now he's in Tampa Bay, like, so well, they ain't got the offensive line, they ain't got no defense, this and that, this and that, this and that. None of that shit means nothing when you have a motivator at the head of the team, which is the quarterback. Peyton Manning didn't have it in motherfucking uh, 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 Indianapolis, but he still won games. He still had one of the highest rating, quarterback ratings of all quarterbacks in the past 20 years. The highest in the past 20 years. So if you think I'm going to go back and, hey man, all you got to do is Google it. It's one but two. Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. You can scream Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers ain't shit. He's a real live bitch. He don't know what the fuck to do without no weapons. Which really, on the three quarterbacks, know what to do without weapons. And let me explain who they are. One of them is Drew Brees. The other one is Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. They know what to do. And see, this is what a lot of y'all don't understand about football. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Drew Brees, fuck Aaron Rodgers. He is not on this list. These guys demand the best. If your ass don't come in and do your job, 
dance fed to tell you, you was gonna get removed. You was gonna get replaced. Tom Brady went and played the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl. Everybody watched that game. It is, if it's not the greatest game in Super Bowl history, that's the greatest game in Super Bowl history. Fuck with anybody say. Because I was sitting there watching this game, and everybody was rolling with Atlanta because they hate Tom Brady. He got sacked in the first half. Six times. In a whole game, nine times. Nine sets. That's unheard of in the Super Bowl. And what did he do? He won. He learned this lesson right there and there. So what happened the next year? He got beat the fuck up again. Again. He got beat up. Again. And went back to the land of make believe. You see what I'm saying? That is a great quarterback. He demanded his respect from his offensive line. He let them niggas know when the season started. I'm not going to sugarcoat for y'all. If you don't do your job, I ain't got to say nothing, because that's what Belichick, Belichick is for, because he said it too. You're not pulling your weight. You just on this team to get a paycheck. Okay, you don't get paid. That's right, you don't get paid, but at the end of the season, you're not pulling your weight, you out of Something that happened with Peyton Manning, he got hurt. He did. He got hurt. And then nobody in the NFL wanted to take a chance on him because of the injury he had. But one person did. Stuck by his side. Told him, you still the best player out of all the quarterbacks. Better than Tom Brady. And what did he do? He used that as a motivation. He got over there to them. They went straight to the Super Bowl his first year. They lost up in Seattle. But he made up in his mind he wasn't going to retire without one more ring. And what did he do? He came back the year after that. Went back to the Super Bowl and won against the guy who was in the head the New England Patriots. This is real talk, man. But don't be disappointed if Cam Newton don't win the job. So thank you, y'all. This is New England. They ain't never had a black quarterback. Shit, I can't say shit. Them ain't never had, man. You know what I'm saying? Still ain't no bad quarterback, y'all. He sat behind Tom Brady, man. I'm telling you, he not, don't, don't overlook him. He just want to make Cam Newton work his ass off. To win this starting job. While y'all sitting on y'all ledge Jim Cam Newton, the starting job, like they're doing on ESPN. So for one person on ESPN said this. Don't give him the key to the limo or the Lamborghini or the Ferrari or the Bugatti. Yeah. 
customers been that longer than he had. And in New England, and we're going through some white shit. Hey. I know a lot of black people in the world don't want him to do the starting for the day. But hey, the boy don't give him a run for his money. I'm not disrespecting Cam. Hey, Cam, I wish you all the luck. You know what I'm saying? And I think you should be the quarterback because you have a, a lot to prove. The way Carolina just threw you on the bus, they never gave you an offensive line. They never gave you the weapons that you needed to be successful. After you lost the Super Bowl, they just threw the title in on you. You know what I'm saying? And the way they did you and Ron Rivera, fuck Carolina. They didn't piss big old nuts. Because you don't disrespect a black man like that. That's the way I feel. And anybody want to disagree? This is the D-Dog and fuck without Bo Duke podcast, man. We're putting the 100 around here, y'all. It's real talk. Now, I want to jump into the baseball thing. Now, they're talking about starting the season up. You know what I'm saying? And there's a few teams. That's going to be penalized when the season starts. You know, the Astros is one. The Red Sox are the other. Now, speaking of the Red Sox, I'm not just, no, no, no disrespect to the Astros, but the Red Sox, I got to talk about child ass because I'm a Yankees fan. Y'all, the Red Sox and the Astros are worse than motherfucking New England is. Y'all are cheaters. Cheers. Y'all some cheating motherfuckers. And y'all did it in baseball. One of Americans had time sports. I'm appalled. I'm damn appalled. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm appalled. At that. Then somebody asked me the other day, did I, who you think? It's one of the win the World Series. Hey, man, if the season jumped off, I like the Dodgers. Major Johnson got the Dodgers tight like he had them last year. And they didn't battle now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, ain't no name, no name. Since you said you're a sports podcast uh, uh, anchor, no. Y'all do your own motherfucking job. Pull it up on motherfucking Google. Because I ain't going to get into all that. Now, I want to jump into this boxing shit. You know what I'm saying? Because the other day, on my Facebook page, I don't like Floyd Mayweather. Fuck what everybody say. I can't stand that, that pompous bitch. Because in my time and era, what I wanted to see he had a boxer, part of his, his, his management, named Spence. Spence was one to be the greatest, whatever, uh, 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 Walter Mayweather, whatever thought, uh, Floyd Mayweather retired as, he was going to dominate the sport. And let me tell you why. There's only one person that can beat him. And I thought, real talk, the fight was going to jump out. And that's Terrence Crawford. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Omaha himself. Terrence Crawford and Spence would have been the greatest fight of the millennium. But Spence, that I heard, he had to retire. 
especially on the last time I saw him on, I think it was uh 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 the first Tyson Fury and um what's how I'm like. You know what I'm saying? And uh man look, the man said out of his mouth. He was looking forward to fighting Tram Crawford. And after that, if he didn't beat Tram Crawford, he was on X to fight the guy that he worked for. And I'm going to tell y'all something. Floyd Mayweather been avoiding me on Facebook, on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I'm a fan. I, 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 I got that motherfucker on my part of his fan club. He won't answer this question for shit, y'all. He answered everybody else's question on Facebook and Twitter. But he won't answer the y'all's question. And my question is, it still remains the same. You took that bullshit ass fight with Conor McGregor when you know Spence was sitting over there saying, you fight this motherfucker, but you still of a real fight. Tam Crawford would have whooped his ass. Everybody knew it. And y'all sitting there saying, man, get all tricky. Ain't no one here. Y'all sit on y'all ass and go back and watch all his fucking fights. He didn't do shit in here. The first five years, he was, he was good. After then, go back and watch them fights. He wasn't knocking no motherfuckers out. He was motherfucking going the distance and winning on the seas. Go back. Do your motherfucking history. Same thing with Pacquiao. The man fought the hardest pound for pound boxer in his weight class, and he ran the first five rounds. Pacquiao didn't run from his head. He was up on every round. Nobody don't watch the motherfucker fight, but y'all don't want to say that because y'all motherfucker Mayweather ass kisses. Spence is the true champion. He had to retire at a young age because of some disease or something. You know what I'm saying? Him and Tatum Crawford were going to step into the ring. That was something the biggest fight of the decade. And I still say that would have been a swift decision because it's all about money. It would have been a swift decision so they can have a second fight. And what happened in the second fight? You make more money. And one of them three. Because one of the two was one and eight. I just throw it up in the air. I love Tom Crawford, but I still say Spence is the best pound for pound pound fighter in 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 motherfucking Floyd Mayweather weight class. And he know it. Oh, I talk bad to his ass on Facebook and Twitter. And he said, that's why you sitting at home and I'm with I'm a billionaire. That's one answer he did give me. But he still want to answer my motherfucking question. So, they're going to have a Tyson Fury. Is it Tyson Fury? Whoever be, uh, what's his name? Man, they're going to have another fight, man. They're going to have another fight. The nigga that be, uh, that Duke ass nigga who I always said come fight wild. His weak ass. Another sorry motherfucker that jumped on the bed and went time out here great all the time. Man, y'all motherfuckers don't watch boxing. 
This nigga started like a bitch. I got a fight on my Facebook page right now. That's how that nigga started. Talking about he the greatest. You went pussy, weak ass motherfucker. And all the motherfuckers ducked at Mike Tyson at 53 years old. Mike can go in the ring right now and win his title back. Turn around and whoop the shit out, out of uh, the nigga I just spoke to. I don't even like pronouncing that nigga name because he's a fake ass heavyweight champion. And any motherfucker who like him, y'all some bitches too. Do your math. Watch the sport. Let's move on, d We're moving on. Let's go on and get on the next bone of the day. You know do it early. I was going to wait to the end. I made this up. It's not on the Bo Duke and D-Law podcast. It's only on the D-Law fuck without Bo Duke podcast. Yeah, the net bone of the day. Hmm. Let me see. Where do you want to go with this? Who's that style category of the net bone of the day? Hmm. Oh, I know what I want to say about the net bone of the day. The net bone of the day. Is you motherfuckers who run around and don't listen and put me and both do down on our podcast and one listen to our podcast. We told everybody we know. Facebook, the street, Twitter, you know what I'm saying, Instagram. And you motherfuckers won't listen to us. That's totally disrespectful. Now, here I am, a handicap man. I know I talk funny and all that. You know what I'm saying? But Bo Duke, I can say, respect that. Because, like we say, we don't give a fuck. And just sitting there talking about everything, every day, to be honest, y'all, is pretty boring. It is. Just getting on this podcast and just talking shit, it's pretty boring. It really is. That's why I try to mix it up. You know, I'm talking shit right now, but I'm going to come back in about a half an hour and go back to the music version of the Bo Duke and D-Law podcast, but it's a D-Law podcast without Bo Duke. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's going to be, because I'm going to be on this shit every day. I'm going to start half-stepping. I'm going to start sliding and waiting on him to, you know... Get off work, this and that, this and that. And then we want to do a podcast. He's sweet. I work, this and that, this and that. Fuck that. I'm going to get on this motherfucker every day. Because y'all want the motherfucker to sit around and talk about social media, all the sports. You know what I'm saying? We can do all that. I can sit down on my ass and write cue cards up, topics and shit. But I don't like doing that. I like to, how you say, I like, I like to go out the top of my head with it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm tired of saying the same shit they saying on Sports Center. Fox. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of saying that same ass shit you sit on TV and, and you can watch. I want to change this shit up. You know what I'm saying? They be like, man, why you don't want to talk about the Memphis State Tigers? Man, no disrespect. I, I live here in Memphis. Well, I'm not a Memphis Tigers basketball fan. I'm not. I'm a Duke fan. I'm not a Memphis t- basketball fan. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, no disrespect to the title. No disrespect to Penny. But I don't like him. I never have. Because I said in the motherfucking... I said in the motherfucking period, and watched Penny go out like a bitch when Billy Smith 
brought us all the way back playing against Cincinnati when they had Nicky Baby and all them guys. He brought us back, y'all. He shot five three corners. I never forget. No, I won't forget you motherfuckers because I worked there in the pyramid. Same thing when Todd Dayton was over there in Arkansas. Came over here and spanked that ass and walked up out of the pyramid as I was getting out work talking tad shit. You know why? Because the motherfucker that y'all love and call Mrs. Steiners choked when I like a bitch. Like he did in Orlando. And my was he go out like a bitch. Man, that was shit. No, nah, motherfucker. That was Kenny. Same thing that happened in Memphis happened in Orlando. I'm not going to sit here and kiss his ass. Not me. Not on my show. So any motherfucker that's a Memphis, Memphis State or Memphis Tiger basketball fan, don't like what I say, kiss my black ass. Fuck Memphis State basketball. Fuck Memphis Tigers basketball. Now the football team, I can roll with I do it every day. I go to that game. I love the football team. Even when they was losing, I was there. And they upgraded. And they been good. So why would I roll with the Titans? They do it every year. They let the motherfucker down. And then, if they do make it, the motherfucker, man, let me tell you y'all something. Y'all talk all this shit, man, we had wives and we won, we won to the national championship, but we had a pandemic. Y'all wouldn't want no motherfucking national championship. Y'all down on the Wisconsin tournament, got y'all ass whooped by motherfucking Oregon. And then they beat the brakes off y'all ass. And I wish a motherfucker would come around and talk about, man, that bird would be just no day whooped y'all ass with wise man. Because he's a shot blocker, he's not a shooter. And order knew that, and they sent this punk ass to the bench, to the 100. And Booty, you should have took your little ugly ass to do with your dumb ass. Think you had a go club. Bitch, please. You had a better chance of going club with Duke than you had Memphis. Hmm. But until now, that's one person on that team that I can say, until I wish you. Much success, young man, because you really is the truth. And I hope you go to Golden State. That's real talk. I hope your ass go to Golden State because you're the truth. You can fit in and with Golden State. Moving on. I got to talk about my boy Zion. Some who mentioned him. Zion, man, look. Your punk ass took that money. You signed a motherfucking contract. You wrote it in cursing and then you cleaned your name, man. But you sitting up there talking about this shit ain't true? Come on, bro. And there's one thing I can say about ESPN when they said, no, I take that back. Not ESPN, not ESPN. But Skip and Shane, Shane Shaw said the truth. I'm more mad at you for taking 400000 and getting $10 million. Man, what the fuck was you thinking of, fool? You took $400,000 when you could have got $10 million? Nigga, please. 
I'm going to smack you outside the ugly side. Put that dumb ass mojude and then you want to sit and talk about, man, all that and true. Man, this woman got a signed fucking contract, a signed fucking affidavit. You didn't just sign a contract, motherfucker. You signed an affidavit and then you run around talking about, you didn't? Come on, bruh. Come on, bruh. And, I, and you know who I hate? That you did it to you did it to my coach. Who never been in no trouble with the NCAA, with his team. Come on. You just threw my man up under the bus, bro. You threw Coach K up under the goddamn bus, I know. Man, look. You gonna be a superstar. You are gonna be there. But one thing me and Bo do talked about that your punk ass needed to do, you need to call Ron James, nutritionist, and trainer, and lose all that fat ass weight, nigga. Somebody down to motherfucking child bark of the ass. And bold over the motherfucker. But I can't do this, man. It's one thing I love about you, Zion. You are underrated. You can super ball. A lot of y'all don't know, man. You can go on YouTube and you can Google it, man, when this man played in high school, man. Man, this man really is a he really is an all around player at his hiding side. He can dribble. He can post up. And the man got a pretty ass three point shot. And people say, man, he, he can't shoot it. When the motherfucker got a hand in his face, that's a goddamn lie. All the motherfucker that does that is that sorry ass James Harden. Put a hand in his weak ass face, that bitch will miss everything outside the room. But Zion, you made me very disappointed, man, when you lied, not just to the media, but to the world. Talking about, man, you then. All this is stuff, man. Your motherfucking name is on the contract. You wrote it in case of motherfucking, then you print this shit. That's $400,000, bro. Man, is you fucking serious? <laughs> but I still wish you the best out. I really do. Now, let's move on to a little more personal shit. About these weak ass motherfuckers that we all hang around in your neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? The motherfucker who ain't never got shit. The one who ain't never bringing shit to the table. And we call them freeloader. But to me, all of them are buster with the buster who still around the home drive a little black car. Say he didn't pick my weed up, but he comes trying to get me to smoke weed. And you ain't even got a job. You ain't even hustling. So how in the fuck you got some weed? You gave me my phone, but you ain't giving me my weed. My weed was sitting by the phone. But I know I'm supposed to say it on the podcast, but fuck that. This is not no other... Ordinary podcast. This is the old motherfucking podcast by his goddamn self. Loser Buster. Buster. And all the motherfuckers who walk up 
when y'all hang around ain't that shit, but he got his lips on everything. He always asking for a motherfucking cigarette. Or can he kiss it? Can he kiss your show? Come on, man. We're in a motherfucking pandemic. And you want to kiss another nigga short? You don't know what that nigga done doing with his lips and his tongue? He might have been sucking his bitch ass all night. He might have been sucking the next nigga dick. But you want his shout. And man, look. Just something I'm talking about, man. I ain't spicy. Everybody know what I'm talking about. It's an Illinois motherfucking hood. And my new thing now is called the 100 Click. It's all on my Facebook page. I represent the 100 Click. And the 100 Click is putting this shit 100 all goddamn time, y'all. Man, look. A scary person is a dangerous person. But if you put that motherfucker and bag him up into that cone, all that shit you used to say to him, he gonna retaliate. He gonna come out hard. And he gonna fuck your world up. So your niggas running around here talking shit to that nigga because you think he's scared. Hmm. You better watch yourself. And that's real talk. Now I'm up on 41 minutes. I only got, what? I only do it for an hour. Who gives a fuck? Moving on. This the one I'm going to talk about until the end of the podcast. I've been talking about it for the past, what, two or three weeks? Our kids in another school. Well, yeah, our kids. I want to, I want, I was going to say, not my kids, but yeah, our kids. I'm going to go to school. And at first they didn't have no plan. They weren't talking about it. When nobody talking about this shit. I'm the only motherfucker that's talking about this school shit. But now, they posted it this morning. First, I want to thank Connie Heron for sending me the post and letting me know when school will start. And she is an academic. She's an academic. Uh, shit, I ain't going to call this out. <laughs> I didn't go to But nah, man. She's an academic uh, uh, professor at her at Southwest Votech. And she's been working at home ever since the pandemic started. And she was telling me herself, she don't know how they're going to do it. But she got some information and sent it to me because she know I have a podcast. And she's a beautiful white woman. She's, she's just a great person. And I'm glad she's my friend. Now, she sent me a text and let me know when school going to start. So I'm starting at the end of the month and the 1st of August. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, this is what they're trying to do. You can break it down in two categories. You don't have to send your kids to school. They can be homeschooled. They can download this program on their computer or their laptop, and they can work from home. They won't miss no tests. They won't miss no homework. So, parents, if you do, let your kids stay at home like I'm trying to get my daughter to do. And even other body I know, you know what I'm saying? Just keep doing what you're doing. You see what I'm saying? And I know a lot of y'all, man, got jobs and stuff, man. You don't want to lose your job. You know, trust me, man. I, don't, I, I really understand that. You know, I really do. And then you have other people who don't want to deal with your motherfucking kids. You know what I'm saying? I understand that too. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a grandparent. I might talk a little fun, but I'm not no dummy. 
I made straight A's in math. Well, I ain't made straight A's in math. That's what fucked me up in school, math. But English, you know what I'm saying? History, science, biology, and all that, man. Hey, I made, I made straight A's in that because that's what I love. I love history. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm going to tell you this. I think it's good that you took the kids at home because the, a lot of stuff that's in that book, in the history book, is not true. I learned that when I, I learned that when I got out of school. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of things in that history book that they don't tell us, man. But they just give you the basis where you can graduate from school. Then if you want to go to college, then you can really get into it. But I didn't do it. I did that shit in high school. I really wanted to know about my black race. You know what I'm saying? Because everything that's in the book is all white. And I'm not racist and I'm not prejudiced. But it is. It's all white. They only teaching you about white American history. They are not teaching you about black, Mexican, Chinese, Arab, and all the other different races in history. And I think that's a damn sign. I do. But then on to what I was gonna say. You have the right, the way they said it this morning, I saw it on the news, I was very happy because they hadn't, you know, wasn't nobody talking about it, y'all. But I was sending Channel 5 emails, Channel 3, Channel 13, 24, because, hey, I'm a grandfather. And like I send them every other day, I was like, man, y'all talking about all the other shit that's going on in the neighborhood, but across the world. But y'all not talking about these kids going to school. Like I said, no disrespect to regular Floyd and all the people who have lost their lives by police brutality. But that's, a, that's, the, that's the whole plot to get us away from the main thing that we should be talking about is our kids' future. You know what I'm saying? It's about them going to school. You can't do nothing in life without an education. Nothing. Nothing in life without an education. For real. What nobody talking about? You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to tell y'all something, man. You know what these news stations email me back? Quote, this is an actual quote. This is from CBS News Channel 3, right here in Memphis, Tennessee. This is what they sing the supervisor of communication said. This is the actual quote. Dear Mr. Jackson, we appreciate that you are fan of Channel 3 News. And we thank you for sending in this question for us to answer. But right now, we cannot answer it because nobody in the Memphis City School Board or City Council, the school council, are talking about it. We don't know if we will have a school year, quote unquote. You see what I'm saying? But now they're saying, it's up to you. If the kids want to stay at home, be homeschooled, that's fine. If they want to go to school and somewhere down the school year, if the time be living, they come back to school, they want to miss no, you know, no classwork. And none of that. But still, 
they still ain't telling me how they gonna do the food. So I got a little message today from WMC Channel 5. And they said, Cheers will be tested. Before they come back to school, they will be tested every day. That's the part that's fucking with me. How you gonna do that? Every day. Come on now. How you gonna do that? Every day. You know? Then the thing now, they ain't gotta wear masks. They ain't gotta wear good. But they don't have hand sanitizer in the school. All around the school. You can't go in the classroom where I have your hand sanitized. You can't touch the next person. Get in the next person face while being sanitized between sanitized and their face. You know what I'm saying? You know? That's the part that says me. But hey, I understand. But now it goes back to the parents. Y'all parents out here. Y'all can't wait to, some of y'all can't wait to food to go, you know, start back. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all got jobs, y'all been, you know, I, you know, trust me, man, I understand. I really do. I really do, man. I really do. I understand. But it's something that y'all need to think about. It's the thing that y'all should be talking to y'all kids about. This is the thing that y'all should have been starting when the pandemic started. You know what I mean? Hey, I, I look, quick. Trust me, I'm an adult. And I'm not gonna lie. I got tested one time because I had to. You know what I'm saying? I had to. One time. One time, y'all. Because I had to. You know what I mean? But how many of y'all since the pandemic that started get on your kids' ass about? Washing their hands. How many of y'all make y'all kids wear masks when y'all go to the grocery store or get out in the public? How many of y'all make y'all kids put gloves on? How many of y'all took y'all kids around y'all pants and grandparents without no mask on or washing their hands? Somebody got sick, y'all. You know? If you didn't start on, hey, look, if y'all didn't start this shit, when this pandemic happened, and you're going to send your kids to school, y'all know what's going to happen. They don't send them motherfuckers back home. They, they send their ass to the hospital. They can't come back to school for 14 days. They have to be quarantined. So if you think you miss some work then, think about when you send their ass to school, thinking your kids straight, and you get up there and find out your kids got the coronavirus. Now you really going to be mad. You see what I'm saying, man? I'm going to stay on this subject to my black people until the day that I die. As long as I'm doing this podcast, man, I'm going to keep on doing it, man. I'm going to keep on saying it. Teach your kids, let them see it. I don't give a fuck how old they are. Let them see what's going on with this pandemic. For real. It's just like my mama did us when we was younger. We didn't have a pandemic, but she let us see shit that other parents won't let their kids see. 
And the music she did, she said, because I want to teach y'all myself. I don't want y'all to get out in the street and learn from somebody else. I don't want y'all to hear all this goddamn cuss words from them instead of hearing it from me. Because when she said, I'm going to beat your ass. Now, you don't get a whooping. Now, I ain't no glad house. A whooping for white kids. You get your ass beat in the glad house. That's real talk. But then they outlawed most of the shit, how we used to get our ass whooped. Or be when we were kids, so we just had to go out there and grab the switch out the motherfucking tree. I see them. They don't do that no more. I know a lot of y'all listen to this podcast and when your, your mama and big mama say, oh, I'm out there and get that switch out and beat your ass with it. And you go out there and get that little big motherfucker. You know what I mean? And she said, oh, that's a good one. But she go out there and get that big motherfucker and take that little motherfucker that you gave me, gave her, and bring it together and whoop that ass. Hmm. Don't go take a bath. That's the worst thing that's working in the world. But they say that's child abuse now. Fuck what it is now. A lot of you motherfuckers need it in there. You get in that bathtub, get your ass beat. Hey, I got my ass whooped with a Swiss Anderson that's recording in the bathtub. For real. And you remember when your mom and dad told you to do something before you go to bed, and your ass didn't do it, time to get smart. Take your ass in there and go to sleep. Ooh, that's another worst ass working. Cause man, don't nothing fuck you up or scare the shit out of you when you in the deep sleep. And don't be a boy, cause you might be having a wet dream and your dick might be hot and she beats your ass. Ooh, that's one of the worst ass workers in the world. You gon' nut and piss on yourself. <laughs> at the same time. Mm. But man, look, my time is almost up, y'all. I'd like to thank y'all for listening to the D-Y'all motherfucking podcast without motherfucking Bo Duke. Hey, man, y'all gonna be hearing me all motherfucking day for the next three weeks, man, until I go out of town. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I don't know how me and Bo we gonna do this, cause he kinda upset at me right now, but he's still my homeboy, and I don't give a fuck. But we gonna kick the 100. I love y'all, man. Stay listening to the D.R. podcast. And also, man, stay listening to the Bo Duke and the D.R. podcast. I'm coming back later on, y'all. It's gonna be around 9 to 10. And uh, I'm going to drop some music on y'all. We're going to go a little camping with a little hip-hop. I got some new cats I, I, I've been listening to. I know to put on the podcast all the music because I know I have some older folks, man. And I have a lot of older folks that I need to start cussing and, and do a little more gospel, put some gospel in. So I'm going to work on all that tonight. So I just want to thank y'all for listening to the Thursday of the Big All Podcast, man. I love y'all. God bless. Man, look, <laughs> I'm out of breath, man. But, <laughs> man, continue to teach our kids to wash their hands. You know, they don't wear masks. Teach them how to wear masks, man. And that goes same to all the adults. Man, do y'all social dances, man. And holler at me, man. If anything that y'all want me to talk about, man, please hit me up on D-Log 01 gmail.com that's d-r-d two e d-o two g's zero one gmail.com i love y'all man god bless y'all have a blessing safe day much love from d-r i'm out of here y'all 100 click forever you did